0: What's going on, everybody? How are you doing? Happy New Year, 2024. Holy shit. 2023 uh, sucked, especially for me. If you know what I'm talking about, then you know what I'm talking about. Refer to previous episodes uh, on my other podcast, Small Town Famous. And I did mention it on this one, but welcome to Instructions Not Included. First episode of 2024. Told you I'll try to jump back into it. I jump back into it when I can. Sometimes you'll get seven episodes out of me in seven weeks. Um, sometimes you'll get one, <laughs> one episode in seven weeks. It's just how it is. Name of the game. Um, it's the name of the game when you're a parent to a three-nager. And I'll get into that. I'm seeing it more and more now. I think I heard that term for the first time several months ago. And it's, it's 100% real. It's a thing. So yeah, it's the name of the game when you're a parent to a teenager nager um, and you have a full-time job and, you have, and you're a homeowner and you're trying to keep up with life like everybody else is, like all of you are. So I do this when I can. Maybe someday uh, I'll get really good at this because I'm pretty shitty at it. But someday I'll get really good at it and I can do this full-time Monday through Friday. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't sound too fun to me. It might be. We'll have to ask some of the. We'll have to ask Joe Rogan how he enjoys doing it. You know, being a multi-millionaire from being able to do it. But we will see. So yeah, happy New Year! It's been an interesting first. What is it? Uh, first ten days of the year. If you follow politics and not just politics, but world events, as I do, it's been fun. I'm going to have a lot to talk about on Small Town Famous once my guests get their asses in line. I have a handful of guests ready to go, but they're busy as well. They're all parents. Man, I need to find some friends that aren't parents that just have nothing going on. I don't know. It's going to be a hard one. (laughs) Anybody out there that's not employed, uh, not a parent, and doesn't contribute much to society at all, in which case that you're just kind of chilling, DM me. You might be an interesting person to talk to. We'll see. Uh, Man, I didn't do any New Year's resolutions. I don't really call them that, so but I'll share some of my goals that I like to use the new year as kind of a, a refresh starting point. I think that's what a lot of people kind of view it as. So I don't have too many resolutions, but you can call them whatever you want. Um, some of my goals was to get back onto eating better. Uh, when I broke my face back in August, um, I couldn't eat much at all. And then when I was able to start eating, I kind of went the, Faster route, the less uh, the not as much effort into cooking the food. So yeah, that's usually the more unhealthy route. Um, I've definitely felt the repercussions of that. Energy levels have been crappy. Sleep hasn't been the best. It's getting better. So that was a goal of mine at the start of this year. When that what I ended up doing was like the first week of 2024, I just ate through all the shit. I didn't want to throw it away. You know, nowadays, the economy sucks, man. (laughs) You start making more money, you start spending more money because, you know, economy is terrible. So I didn't want to waste my groceries, so I ended up just eating through everything, all my ice creams, all my whiskey, and my alcohol, which uh, I'm kind of just setting that aside for this month just because, just to try it. Uh, But I ate through all that. I didn't want to throw it away. And so this week has been avoiding all things unhealthy, avoiding packaged foods. I don't have too many packaged foods left in the house that I uh, would eat. There are some stuff for my kiddo just cause he's still in the stage of semi picky eating. He's getting better chicken nuggets and fries and hot dogs. That's his go-to every time, but uh, he is getting better. So that's kind of been a goal of mine to uh, just get back on track with you know, I enjoy cooking. My wife has been doing most of the cooking lately and I have a whole list of recipes that I know I already like, uh, just getting back into the art and the, uh, I don't know, the effort into cooking. Um, it's getting tough to eat out, not only because it's expensive, but I've been finding it a lot more common lately that when I eat foods in restaurants, I just get this uncomfortable stomach gas. It's not, it's not, it's not farting. It's just this constant unknowing burp that just, and I, and I can't really burp on command. It's weird. I've never been able to just burp whenever I want to. And that builds up in my stomach to where, you know, I look freaking nine months pregnant and then eventually this all comes out and it almost sounds like I'm throwing up a demon. But uh, it's a really loud belch, and then I'm good. But that period between, like, right after I eat and then, like, the three hours it takes for that belch to come is so uncomfortable. My heart rate goes up. Uh, I start sweating. I feel like my body temperature is going up. It's it's very uncomfortable and can ruin the night for me. That little window after you eat, and you're trying to enjoy a conversation with folks, and you're just really trying to hold it back (laughs) and wait for that burp to come. So I've noticed that a lot lately. Um, anywhere I go out to eat, I wanna say like eighty percent of the places I go. Sometimes the level of uncomfortability is, you know, tolerable and then sometimes certain places um it sucks. And I thought it had something to do with maybe drinking alcohol prior to eating, like that, that beverage you get before your food comes, or even drinking alcohol during. But now I've had cases where I don't drink any alcohol at all. And that starts to happen. Now, 99.9% of the time when I cook my food at home, it doesn't happen. Uh, Sometimes when I drink alcohol and I cook food at home, it does, but the level is tolerable. I notice when I lay on my back, like the air bubble in my stomach, instead of being at the top because I'm standing up, it goes, you know, kind of to the top of the stomach. That makes sense when I'm laying down and then I'm good. I'm good. So, I don't know what it is. We can do a whole nother episode on, you know, uh, changing the way you eat. A lot of people don't like the term, Oh, I'm going on a diet. Uh, it's kind of a weird term for me too. Like your diet is what you eat. Like that's, that's your diet. What's your diet? Like, Oh, I'm mostly carnivore and keto. So I don't really say I'm going on a diet. I'm just changing my diet. I'm changing what I eat. And, uh, yeah, just to get, just to get back to feeling better. Um, and plus, I think it's going to help a lot of the inflammation still going on in my face. Just quick recap. I got hit in the face by a high-pressure hose line at fire training, and I ended up getting like three different fractures, and I have titanium plates now. There's still some swellings, some numbness, some freak show uh, <laughs> uh, symptoms that come and go. Uh, the latest one was, I think it was almost two weeks ago where anytime I would drink a liquid, it would feel like it was seeping through my scars right here. It was the weirdest thing. I can still taste metal. If I put my ring to my scar like this for you visual, uh, you, you watchers, um, I can taste the metal in my mouth. I don't know if it has anything to do with Nerves, it probably does, or more so psychological, just because I know, hey, there's metal coming, and then I'm kind of manifesting that uh, taste of metal in my mouth. Um, I don't know. No idea. Um, Another one was uh, it lasted about a day. Anytime I would drink something cold, it was like instantaneous brain freeze. And it was every time I would take a sip. So like I would take a sip, uh, brain freeze, you know, you kind of lock up and then it would go away and I'd take another sip, boom, brain freeze again. Uh, that lasted about a day. That was not very fun uh, whatsoever. Um, yeah, so I'm taking notes. I'm making logs of this. Uh, so my next appointment is in February just to follow up with my doctor and just to kind of see where we'll go from there. So it, it's been interesting. It's been fun. Uh, Not really. Uh, I've been doing face physical therapy. I think I mentioned that in the last episode. I don't remember. Uh, They're doing a lot of acupuncture. So they're shoving like 12 needles in my face in different spots. Um, That's interesting. Uh, They're doing a lot of neck work on me because I do have to adjust how I sleep because I can't sleep directly on a pillow. I'm a left-sided sleeper. So it was a really shitty area uh, to break. Um, I kind of hang my head off the pillow because if I fall asleep on the pillow, like. Six out of 10 times I'm going to wake up, it's going to be somewhat swollen for the whole day. And you could feel that swelling, like, like you're carrying around another person's face sewn to your face. <laughs> That's my best explanation for that. So it's not fun. Um, but, but Sleeping Funky has been adjust, uh, screwing up my neck, all the muscles. And so they've been doing a lot of neck adjustments, which then further goes down my back. So they're doing a lot of um, manual manipulation. It's not spa massaging it's not fun at all. In fact, it is painful. Sometimes it feels like it's a good pain because there are areas I think that might've been just inflamed and pissed off for most of my life because I've never really had any of this done. So any adjustment made lately is kind of the first time it's been done. So I'm factoring in like all the hardcore snowboarding accidents I've been in Um, when I worked on the oil field, you know, just tweaking my back, building scaffold when it was minus 84 degrees, (laughs) every, everything, every little um, accident that I would have mostly snowboarding and and landing on your back and scorpioning myself. If you know what that means, uh, you know, it sucks. So I I even have a, a broken T4 rib that's been broken for like, three years or three years. I'm sorry. Like fourteen years. And I discovered it a handful of years ago uh while training someone when I worked at the pain clinic. Training someone on the C arm and they're like, that rib doesn't look right. And so I said, take a picture. <laughs> and sure as shit, it's it was broken. I'm like, the only time I remember like a heavy impact was my last snowboarding accident where I just landed straight on my back, going as fast as you possibly could. And everything just like that. And I definitely I blacked out for like a second. Like everything went And then that's where I think it happened. And yeah, I felt bruised. Nothing, no sharp pain at that time. You know, I was 23, 22 when it happened, maybe. Didn't think anything of it. And who knows? You know, our ribs can pop out when we sneeze. So it could be anything. I just like to think, yep, it was that last crazy snowboarding accident I had. So they're working on me. I got approved for another eight weeks. Of physical therapy. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. They're probably going to start doing some cupping on my back. I've never had that done. I'm excited and kind of like freaked out at the same time. So, you know, bouncing back to dad life, because I like to kind of update you guys on everything. So that's why I start these shows like this now. <laughs> my son is definitely a 3 Um Some of the issues that aren't really a big deal. I don't see him as a big deal at the moment when they happen sometimes. I'm I kind of have a few seconds or minutes of like stress like oh, what what am I doing wrong? Um there's been a handful of times where he does still act up at daycare. Now granted, it is total normal behavior because every kid in his class is doing it. The only reason why it feels like my child, or if you're, if you're going through this at the same time right now, if your child is the quote unquote problem child is because those teachers, you know, the owner, whoever is only going to update you on your kid. So you'll rarely ever hear like, oh yeah, so-and-so is also acting up. They're just going to update you. So that's why it may seem like your kid is that kid when in reality, like nine out of 10 of them are probably acting the same way and they're just all vibing off of one another, but they're that teacher, those supervisors, the whatever um, they're just reporting to you about your kid. So keep that in mind. I have to remind myself that uh, almost every time and it's good to remember that because they're all, they're all the same. They're all in the same bracket where they're trying to learn how to express their emotions. Some kids are more emotional than others. You do have that rare one out of 10 that is three years old, but he might as well be 10 or she, he or she might as well be 10. Like they're super mature. I don't know if there's any secret to that on how to get your kid that way. Um, I wouldn't want to try to get my kid that way. They're just going to, they're going to be what they're going to be. Um, But there are moments lately that he's been kind of acting like a little spoiled brat and you know he'll act out and throw toys. So throwing toys has been the thing for the last like 2 weeks that there's been two or three uh incidents. Now they're usually like little quick things. It's not like an all day thing where he's tossing toys. Um and then there was one incident where the owner the main the the, the headmaster lady, she's really cool. Uh she's watching on the security cameras and there's Atlas just ripping up a book. <laughs> in multiple little pieces the pages and throwing it in the air like confetti so you know they approach it like you know we don't rip up books and then they give him paper that he can tear so if that's the way he wants to express himself and have fun they give him a solution that's kind of related to what was happening but hey you can tear pages you can tear up paper but don't tear up books here's some paper that you can rip up and then he does it he gets through it and then it's one and done and then and now he doesn't want to do it so you know the we try to coordinate with the teachers there. You know their methods of approaching some of this behavior, so we can practice the same methods here at home. Um, and now we're we're kind of getting into the area of you know there are certain things he likes doing. He likes watching shows when he wants to. Um, so now we have something that we can. Hey, man, if you act up at school. You don't get to watch your show tonight after dinner or before dinner or whatever. Um, And we are trying as parents to get better at not having like hollow threats. I think a lot of parents fall into this rut where you're like, okay, well, if you do that again, we're not going to go to the trampoline park. And, you know, you kind of use it as a threat. You kind of use it as a threat. And maybe they don't do it, but then they do it a little bit. But you end up going anyway because maybe it wasn't as bad as the first time. So for an example, just this last weekend, all week last week, he was super excited to go swimming. We have a, a membership at the trampoline park, which also um, gives us a membership at a, like a workout facility and they have a big pool and we can go there for free like once a month because we have a membership at this trampoline park and they're kind of partnered. Um, he loves swimming. We went one time before, he absolutely loved it. The The pool is Heated, uh, we were there for like two hours. He loves it. There's a water slide, all kinds of stuff. So last week it was okay. You need to, you know, behave at school. You will know, be nice to your friends, don't throw toys, listen to your teachers, uh, try to poop on the potty. I'll get to that next. <laughs> it's still a battle. Um, and there was a moment, I believe midweek, he threw toys, and then it was okay. If you throw toys again. We're not going swimming this weekend. Oh, no, no, no. I want to go swimming. I want to go swimming. So like Thursday was fine. And then Friday he had one little incident where he threw a toy, but then we had to stick to our guns and say, you're not going swimming. And I think we almost ended up taking him anyway. What was the nail in the coffin? This is a good segue was we're still working on having him poop in the potty. He, for some reason <laughs> does not like to go shit on the toilet. He will find the most discreet corner of the house. Like he just sneaks off. He, he knows he'll, he'll find a moment where like maybe you go check your phone or maybe you get up and, and change the movie and he just, he's gone. And then if you don't notice it, it is too late. You have seconds. <laughs> now he is hiding somewhere in a corner or in his little spaceship tent and he's just sitting on his knees. And he's shitting his pants, and I detected it on a, I think it was Sunday. It was Sunday. Yeah, it was just this last Sunday. So we ended up like, okay, we're we were gonna take him. All right, this is where the hollow threats comes in. We were gonna take him swimming, but I detected him kind of doing the pacing. He snuck off at first, and I followed him, and he didn't like that, so he just started playing again. And I was like, Atlas, if you poop your pants and you don't poop in the potty. We are not going swimming. And then my wife came in from doing laundry. I said, babe, I told Atlas if he poops his pants, cause he's trying to, he poops his pants. We're not going swimming. And like three minutes after I told her that, like we were both on board. We we're both on the same page. He goes in his tent. And we put his little little potty in there. So it, okay, if he wants to shit in peace, let's put his little toddler potty in there. So at least it's there. And he had some toys in there. And he originally was sitting on the potty. And we we both just left the room. We were kind of getting ready because we're like, this, this is it. This is it. And you could smell it. It was <laughs> it was so stinky. And I was like, oh my god, he's doing it. He's doing. it. He's only pooped in the potty once ever. Once ever. And in the last like eight months, we've been working on this. Um, So I didn't want to bug him. He's in his little spaceship tent. There's a little window you can peek in. And we're like, nope, we're not going to go. We're just going to wait until he either says, I'm done. You know, hey, if he poops in the potty and he pulls up his pants, like we didn't get to wipe. And yeah, there's a little bit of mess. I'm okay with that. The goal is to dump in the shitter. (laughs) And he's in there for a little bit. I'm like, okay, it's really starting to stink now. Like it's got to be in the potty. It wouldn't smell that bad if it wasn't in his potty. And I just go move the the little drop down like a tent door to his, to his spaceship tent. And there he is sitting on his knees with his pants pulled up. And there's no turret in the toilet. And I was like, did you poop your pants? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, we're not going swimming. And it was like the end of the world for him. He wanted to go so bad. And as parents, we are going to feel... So shitty, like taking that away from them. But I was done with hollowed threats. <laughs> and we said, nope, maybe, maybe next weekend. Maybe next weekend we'll go, but you have to poop in the potty. So it's an ongoing battle that we are still fighting. And I'm not too worried about it. I'm not embarrassed about sharing it. It's it's kind of funny. Um, in my opinion. It's funny. And he'll get it eventually. I'm not Thinking that he's gonna be 13 years old and shitting his pants. So he, he'll get it. Uh if you're going through the same thing, um, or if you haven't started potty training yet, you know, just be prepared. It's you you need patience, much like everything else, you're gonna need some patience. Um there's gonna be a lot of funny moments. It is very hard to not laugh when they miss the toilet. Um, you say shit in a corner. Whatever your child's ritual might be at this moment, um, it's going to be funny. And, you know, go ahead and laugh. Try not to do it in front of them because obviously they're going to think it's a joke. But uh, avoid getting frustrated with them, and that is hard. I'm still working on it myself because it is frustrating. And we like to measure our child or compare our kids to maybe other people's kids. Uh, Maybe someone else's kid has been shitting on the toilet since they were two. We decided to start potty training just after he turned three. Uh, He's got the peeing down, peeing 100%. I'm fully confident now he could actually go to bed uh, without a diaper. We still put one on like a nighttime diaper just in case, but I don't even remember the last time he woke up with pee in his diaper. And he'll get up, and eight times out of ten, he goes straight to the bathroom, does everything himself, stands up, and pisses in the the big boy potty is what we call it. So every now and then we have to remind him. Um, sometimes he just doesn't feel like he's ready to go, even after he slept like eight, nine hours. Uh, my son can easily sleep ten hours, just like my wife, and he's not a morning person whatsoever. But just like my wife, FYI. But uh, yeah, it's all automatic to him. Let's go pee in the potty. I still um, do a lot of positive reinforcement when he does that. Yeah, good job, good job, buddy. Good job, man. Heck yeah, high five, whatever. Um, sometimes we've peed together (laughs) just, you know, doing boy stuff, doing man shit Um, just so he gets comfortable with the potty because there's something that he does not like about the, about pooping in the toilet. And I don't know if he thinks it's embarrassing. I don't know. He's too young to uh, translate that. The few times I've gotten him to explain to me why is, well, my, I, I don't, I don't not, how does he, how does he put it? My tummy doesn't hurt, so I don't need to sit on the potty. So it's like he's associating with, man, if, if he felt like his stomach hurt, he needs to go sit on the potty, but his, his stomach isn't hurting because it's just a normal, it's like a poop that's just going through. I don't know. Um, he try. it's almost like he feels like he needs to be sick um, or, or something to sit on the potty. I don't know where he's associated that with. Um, I know we've tried to, we've been telling him like, if your, if your tummy hurts, that means you have to go poop and you have to sit on the potty. So maybe his stomach doesn't have, like, he's not really feeling that urge to have to, it's just, it's just kind of happening. No idea, but we're working on it. Um, That's honestly one of the biggest challenges. Yeah. There's the misbehaving at school, but like I said before, I'm, getting really good at just kind of writing that off. Like that is stuff we're working on. Um, Obviously building social skills that would be acceptable in an environment like that because we're coming up on actual preschool here soon. And then, God, kindergarten. So would I like for him to grow out of that by then? Yes. Do I think he will? Absolutely. Um, It's just, it's normal for most of them who all go through that you know and lucky you if you have that kid that's ready to be president of the united states and they're three years old and they're showing up to daycare in suits and ties and business attire and like boss baby if you've ever seen that movie it's fairly hilarious and that's one of my son's favorite um and speaking of movies we just got him i don't know what it is but i i'm not the biggest fan of modern uh entertainment there is some good stuff out there I still watch it I'm not saying I'm some anti-person that hasn't seen anything new lately um but I like to have him watch movies and shows that I grew up on so the most recent one was the original Wizard of Oz and I had thought that I was going to be turning that thing off the, the second he saw the Wicked Witch of the West uh I think we've watched it like 9 times now. He loves it and he starts he's starting to sing some of the songs already. Um on the way to daycare, school, I will play some of the the tracks from the movie. He likes to try and sing along with it and I sing along with it too, especially like the the Munchkinland scene where they kind of do like a compilation type song that's like 5 minutes long and they and they it's it's good. It's one of my favorites. Uh We, he's watched Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Um, That one's, I don't own that on DVD or Blu-ray and sometimes it's hard to track down on what streaming service is playing it. Uh, We started a little bit on like original Little Rascals and I'm talking like, you know, the stuff my dad watched when he was a kid because I like watching that because my dad would play it when I was a kid and I enjoy it. Uh, It caught his attention a little bit. I don't think it was the right moment for him to really sit down and kind of see what was going on, but he does like seeing, you know, little kids kind of acting and playing and and doing things and, and he'll watch it. And then I'll do the same with like original cartoons. All those old cartoons that nowadays would be, would be canceled. I personally have seen nothing wrong with them. Um, I have no problem letting my child uh, watch them because I watch them and I am totally, I'm totally fine. I'm not into that whole cancel culture thing. I'm actually very anti-cancel culture. So uh maybe that's a reason why, but I'd prefer my child personally to watch things I did as a kid versus what's out there now because what's out there now in comparison is absolute trash. Totally your call as a parent. That is my personal call. But what I like to say and end with on this show, because I have a bathroom demo to start. So I'm wrapping it up just under half hour but what i like to say and remind folks is you can raise your kids however you like but remember we as a society have to deal with them eventually as well so you do you i'll do me all you parents out there if you're struggling just remember everything's gonna be fine you're doing the best you can remember to take time for yourself 10, 15 minutes, play a video game, watch a movie, sit in the freaking bath, whatever you need to do, go running, go demo a bathroom, take all that rage out. Do it. It's very important for up here. Don't forget. That's all I got, guys. Good night, everyone.